Welcome to Teach Them Diligently, where our mission is to provide support and guidance to Bible class teachers, to engage in ongoing dialogue focused on student learning, and to create a community of lifelong learners diligently seeking to teach like the Master, Jesus Christ. Hey, this is Micah Rice with Teach Them Diligently. Just going to bring another item to your teacher toolkit list and want to encourage you to use this next time you're teaching Bible class. The activity is called KWL. Now, I like to add another piece to that, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but a KWL is a great activity to do with your students as you're introducing a lesson or if you are uh, kind of adding to something you've already discussed. For example, uh, a KWL, uh, or maybe I should tell you a little bit about it and then give you an example. So, so a KWL uh, stands for what you know, what you want to know or wonder, and then what you learned. So you picture uh, three columns in your mind and you can just write that on a paper or you could do it on uh, a whiteboard. Uh, or chalkboard or something and just say KWL what you know what you want to know and what you learn so obviously you in the activity you're going to fill out the K and the W sections of your chart and then at the end of your activity you're going to fill out or check the L section and the reason I love this activity and I think it's really good and something you can do in your Bible class the next time you teach is it really doesn't matter what age group you're using you can do this activity um, if you're doing younger classes, well, <clears throat> you may take time and only do this orally. You may only do this whole group as you're talking about this and, and let the students work with you as you complete this activity. Uh, and then at the end, you're going to you know, do the same thing for the L column, but again, you're, you're doing this with younger students, so you're going to spend time and allow them to talk about it with you. And it's a really good way to assess whether your students have grasped the concept or what they have learned or how much they have learned. So that's that's one way to do it in younger classes. In, in older classes, it may be good to do some of this as a group, maybe do the K and the W as a group, uh, but then allow them to do the L section and, and give it back to you. So you're checking their progress, checking their understanding, and it's a little bit more independent that way. And so you can really gather what each student has learned and, and kind of assess that. For older students, I, I would encourage you to teach them how to do this, show them how to do this, set up uh, a scenario and allow them to develop that, uh, and, then, and then check it. But really, they can do a lot of these things on their own. Now, when I was in uh, the classroom, when I taught in the classroom and I was using this strategy, then I had some rules about it. Now, I, I used it in primarily middle school classes, so 7th and 8th graders. Uh, we would do the activity, and I would give them a topic or a subject and then allow them to, to develop it. But I had rules. First rule was you have to get past the obvious. So for middle school students, I wouldn't allow them. You know, if we were talking about um, a KWL on Julius Caesar, I wouldn't say, well... You can't write, he's a man. Everyone knows that. Let's not get past anything obvious here. Yes, he was a man. 
yes, he's dead, you know, things like that. Okay, let's get past the obvious. Let's dig a little deeper. I would also tell them, my rule is you have to have 10 items total, but you have to have uh, something in every column. You have to have something you already know, which we're going to do together. You're going to have something that you wonder and then you, if you just choose one and one, well, you got to come up with eight things you learn in the video or the activity that we're doing or whatever. So that's just some rules I set up for my, my middle school classes. You could use this activity in, um, in an adult class. I think that would be interesting. I think it would be good. Uh, I think it would be beneficial for your students. And so you could use a KWL in your adult class and have them complete the chart as they go. And I think you can get into some deep subjects with this activity. Um, so I'll tell you how we used it the other day in our teacher's workshop where we worship uh, preparing for these. We were doing an activity where they were going to discuss about Nadab and Abihu. Leviticus 10, we're going to talk about how Nadab and Abihu offer strange fire and they're consumed by the Lord and he kills them. And we had just completed an, uh, a lesson about the priest and about the sacrifices and what God required of them, what God expected of the priest, what kind of sacrifices he wanted. And so I told them, my teachers, as we're preparing, this is a really good activity because you're going to be assessing what your students already know about this. You're activating some prior knowledge. And, and that is big. When you hit the door in your Bible class and you're talking about this and they have to you do a quick check of what does this student already know, then you're engaging some very high order thinking and they're starting to piece together some, some connections. At first you, you may you may not see that, but you're you're taking them from what they know to something new. So so you take from what they know and then take them down a path to apply something new. This is the basics of teaching, but this is a good activity that's connecting what some prior knowledge, what they already know. To a new concept and how do they learn from this what can they learn from this all right so you know in this activity you're going to have them say what do you already know about the sacrifices or about the priest or what do you already know about worship in the old testament whatever you want to do whatever the topic is you prompt them and allow them to have this discussion now something i would encourage you to do is if especially you know you're, you're teaching this to younger classes and just give an example like a second and third grade class or a third grade class if you're presenting this information and you're talking about it with them, you will have some idea of where you're trying to go with this, but you don't have all the answers. And I know that's a scary, scary idea for some people. And it's a crazy idea for some of our teachers because we want to know the right answer. We don't want to be stuck in front of a, a group of 10, 10 year olds and them ask us, ask us a question we don't know. But that's part of the learning. That's part of we're going to explore this topic and allow the students to take it where we want them to go. Now, we're going to guide them. We're facilitating this, but we're allowing them to drive the discussion. We're allowing them to drive what we're doing. So I say that this is what I told my teachers as we're preparing for this. Guys, do not have your answer sheet in front of you. And then, you know, if little Johnny uh, adds something that you don't have on your answer sheet, you can't say, mm, sorry, that's not on my list. Scratch that off. No, you, you see what he's saying. Dig deeper and try to understand, okay, oh, I see how that fits. Yes, I see what you're saying here. Yes, those sacrifices did have animals. or how, However you want to word it, you know where you're trying to go, so you direct the discussion back to 
the point you're trying to make. All right, now, so you have your K, you have your W, what you know, what you want to know. At the end of the lesson, you're going to check what they learned, and so you review that with them. You Maybe you take it up. If, if they're writing it, you have them turn it in to you, and so you can assess what your students have learned if they grasp the concept you're trying to teach. Well, then, for older students, and depending on the topic, I think a very powerful section that you can add to this is T. And I say, what do you think? Okay? So, for example, let's use Nadab and Abihu, and I'm teaching this to high school students. What do you know about worship in the Old Testament? Well, they give me a list. What do you wonder about worship in the Old Testament? Well, maybe they have some ideas. Well, how did they offer these sacrifices? Was this was this pretty involved? You know, well, how, you know, they, they ask some questions that they wonder. Maybe you're going to answer those questions as you study. I don't know. What did you learn about worship in the Old Testament after studying Nadab and Abihu? Now, the T. What do you think God wants us to understand about worship today when we read Nadab and Abihu? So, these are just some ideas. This is just some some things to some things to think about. And the next time you're teaching Bible class, I, I like as I said at the beginning, this is an activity that anybody could do in any of your classes. I think it's something that I would encourage you to try because it's a great activity. It gets your students involved. It gets them engaged. They get to talking about it, and they get involved, and they, they, they buy into the learning because you're directing them. You're facilitating this discussion, but you're really it, it's almost as if you're learning it together. So... The next time you teach a Bible class, I hope you can use something from the teacher toolkit. Try the KWL, add the T, depending on the topic and your students. Hope you enjoy it. If you have questions, reach out to me. You shall teach them diligently at gmail.com. And continue to follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Continue to listen to us. Thanks. Continue to teach them diligently.